Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today it was your choice. And the anime of choice was the world is still beautiful or still world is beautiful or better yet, Stockholm Syndrome. (laughs) It depends on, okay, who do you think has Stockholm Syndrome? Look, I just want you to know that uh, Nike... She is very, very much Stockholmed. No, when I when I saw that the first time, I was like Nike, and they're like, "No, it's Nikkei." Like, no, no, that says Nike. No, they're, it's Nikkei, but it's spelled Nike, N I K E. Um, I was like, "Just do it, just do it." Um, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me while I uh, take a knee now. Seriously though, so the premise of this is. I guess most easily put, you've got a new ruler looking for a concubine, I guess, a a new conquest, if you will. Um, But the new emperor is just a kid. So instead of... Well, it's not that he's a new emperor. He's... He's been an emperor for three years. Yeah, and it's been a very bloody reign that entire time. Yeah. He's literally killed everybody in his opposition. Uh, So the reason he's got the got to power was the previous king or emperor um i guess took a low-born citizen and had a kid with her which is him somehow he's able to rise the power even though he's a bastard child or low-born bastard child i think is how he was described at one point in time yeah he's been described as uh a lot of things a lot of unflattering things a very a lot of unflattering things and uh, <laughs> He somehow, some way triumphs over everybody at a stupidly young age. And he refers to Nike or Nike as a plaything. And she immediately just turns him off. She's like, Yeah, that's not going to happen, kid. And he goes, Okay, you have two options starve in my jail or become my plaything. And the interesting part about Nike is she has the ability to control wind somehow not through, sure how. through her family's. Uh, lineage and and the power that they've always had her and her entire village they're given control or at least some variation of that to the weather or rather the wind and rain and they're able to call lightning as well just barely just barely like okay so he lives in the sun area where there's no um the sun kingdom where there is no rain it's it's all i believe they call it fair weather so it's like California. And she comes from the Principality of Rain. And she is the fourth daughter of the Principality of Rain. And the only reason that she was chosen to be his new plaything is she lost a game of rock, paper, scissors with her arguably more attractive sisters. Yes. And and that basically sets it up for the entire show. And, and so she goes to this land where the Sun King is 
after having been built up to that he's like a bald horny lecher of an old man type thing gets there he is a 15 year old king and he has as as it's been put several times um very cold eyes very very dead eyes like he is very brutal and how he sees the world is as such it's like this world is full of evil and i it's my job to take it over and rid it of that evil i need to make sure that everyone who is in opposition to me is killed and he he's not nice about it he's like just off with their heads you know type thing queen heart queen of hearts like alice in wonderland off with their heads yeah, he's very, very concise with his disciplinary action. There's no playroom there. There's no, oh, well, in like most shows you see, you, there's a chance they can, there's no chance. There's no chance. He's like, yeah, they're going to die and they're going to die now. Wait time? What's that? There's no wait time. Bring, bring the beheader in right now. Bring the executioner in because he's, it's time for him to go. Make an example. And he's very effective. And the, the funny thing is he's, he's brilliant. Like he's insanely smart on most things and i say that because when nike first meets him she goes it's a shame that you own everything yeah but look at and she really calls him out on this too a lot in the beginning calls him worthless she even calls him worthless and for being such a cold-hearted king it really bothers him well i mean like even when people would insult him or touch him or anything like that he would be like that's a punishable offense by death and yet with her it's it's not they like locked her up and she's able to easily escape and she just like appears in his room and she's like i'm gonna beat some sense into you and then she ends up eating his food because <laughs> she's starving she's perpetually hungry it makes no sense it's 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 almost a tired trope however it's not played all the way throughout it's funny it, they do, they they play it a couple of times they don't overdo they it. really show it a couple of times but they don't have it truly playing out all the way through like that and and which is great they don't you know they don't pound it into the ground yeah she doesn't eat massive amounts she doesn't eat massive amounts she's just like hey i'm i'm hungry and like she's okay with a sandwich or with soup um, yeah, and I agree. She, like whenever she eats, it's not these giant lavish feasts or anything like that. And even when they first meet her and she says that she's hungry or she wants to be introduced to the beauty of this world, he misinterprets it and and provides her this large lavish feast and, and puts her in all these fine, this really fine gown and everything like that. And she goes right outside to the flowers and said, this is beauty. This is what I want you to show. And his response is they're flowers. Flowers are just flowers. They're nothing. To understand why that was even said is he wants her to produce rain. And she's like, that's not how things work. I have to have an emotional connection and I have to be inspired. I have to be able to manipulate my song for the climate that I'm in. I grew up in the principality of rain and I'm, I grew up there, so I'm emotionally connected to the whole thing. It's easy for me to work there. I show up here and I can barely do anything because everything's so foreign and people are so different that I don't understand it. And one of her turning points in the very first episode was, I think I can manipulate the wind here. I think I can live here. The, in, the thing is, is control the rain, control the wind and everything like that. It's not, I'm going to call the rain and it will stay here for the entire time. 
until I decide to dismiss it. It's the rain is there while I'm singing. And that's how she's able to call the rain, how she's able to call this uh, rain and thunderstorms down is because she's singing. And in order for it to maintain, she has to have the emotion. She has to have that connection. And then she has to sing the entire time. So the second she stops singing, that's it. The rain's over. Well, it's kind of cool to me is they used the rain as a transmitter of emotion. Like the very first time she sings for him, she feels so bad for him. And she calls it a tender rain. And when she brings the lightning down, well, she's it's pissed. not her that brings the lightning down. It's her grandmother at the end that's bringing the lightning down because she's pissed. Um, and and uh, Nikkei, she calls out to that because she notices it. Um, saying someone must be practicing or, or, or not being that careful because that thunder, that lightning is really close to us. Um, now the one thing that is constant is as time progresses, it's not like days or weeks that pass by it's months that pass by and you really see her grow on him and see him starting to evolve and mature as a person by not being so cold hearted about everything, except when it comes to certain actions of other individuals. <laughs> Everyone he deems an enemy has zero leeway. It is kind of cool because they change his facial features. They harden it ever so slightly. But just enough to be like, yeah, and oh, you not up. only that, they also glass over the eyes a little bit more too to to kind of remove the soul from them. You know, it really conveys like this is not the person you want to be messing with right now, and you will die. Now, granted, during this entire show, they actually don't kill anyone. Like no one ever actually gets killed, and. The total number of episodes in this anime is 12 and it came out in spring 2014. Um, now I'm, I'm going to have to look and see if there's any other shows that I am I'm familiar with from these producers. And now the studio is period, but the producers are VAP, VAP um, and Nippon Television Network and then Haku Sensha. Unfortunately, I'm not familiar with any of them. Neither am I. But if this is the kind of work that they're doing, then I feel it's more mental and emotional than it is anything else. Because when I watched this, it reminded me a lot of Your Lion April. And only because the music was really well done and the vocals were surprising. Like I was not expecting, you know, you know how sometimes you'll hear someone speak in a foreign language when you're watching anime and it, you're like, well, I mean, they tried here. Like it was good. Well, the, the studios, uh, Nippon and VAP, mm -hmm. they're, uh, so I'm I'm actually familiar with some of their work that I, now that I'm looking at it a little bit. Uh, number one on their list, which falls right in line with uh, the show Death Note, and then you also have Elfin Lied. Wow, that's true. Although I'm not quite sure how Death Note matches this at all. No, but it up. does. They're, they did Hunter X Hunter. They did some really big blockbusters here. Yeah, 
I'm impressed. Why haven't we heard of these people before? Well, we probably have. It's just they're not getting the kind of uh, recognition um, that they deserve. Uh, because there is a lot, there's a lot on there that I, uh, that I have seen that I'm actually fans of for, for VAP and, uh, Nippon. I agree. Uh, I've seen about eight of the, the, the ones that I'm seeing here. The romantic side of it. I can totally understand it being, uh, Haku Sensha because the majority of theirs is love and romance related. Um, that makes sense. Wow. I'm impressed. We might have to take a look at producers in the future instead of individual anime. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but going back to this one, um, my favorite character out of the entire series honestly was a side character. I liked the butler a lot. Neil? Yeah. I like Neil. Neil was my favorite. I, I, I would have to I would have to agree. Neil, who is the side character, aside from uh, Livius, who is the Sun King, Neil is despite him being a supporting character is the most engaging character out of them, which is really sad considering he's just the side character. Yeah. But the, the thing that I liked about him was they didn't overplay him. Right. They gave, they gave you just enough information through him that you weren't feeling like they were explaining stuff to you. It wasn't one of those anime that, you know, you know the whole story, even if the characters don't. They had a little bit of that where you'd have the bad guy monologuing to his subordinates and you find out later. But with the butler, there was subtle key things that the king needed to know or be reminded of. But it wasn't, hey, this is what's happening. This is what you need to do. And this is why. And it, it, it made me think that they appreciated the viewer a little bit more. They, they appreciated the viewer's intellect. Yeah. So it... it <laughs> Might be a little um, egocentric to say, but it was nice to be appreciated as a viewer. Yeah, I, I would have to agree with you 100%. Um, overall, I, w- I would have to say, though, the story really kind of left me wanting. Really? I mean, like... Granted, it did not have bookends. I agree. It did not have an end but it did not make me think there was going to be a sequel. It didn't make me think that there was going to be a sequel. It made me feel like there should have been a sequel. But what else could they have done? What else did they, you know what I mean? Like what story did they not soft close? I'm going to call it. So one of the things that they really didn't elaborate on is his mother's background and where she came from because she knew the song. She knew about the principality of rain. I agree with that. And there was some mystery behind her, but I think that was the point of it. Like you, I was, you did see her face. You did see her body. So you got an idea that she was, she didn't show her face though. But in episode two, um, I think it's like 20 minutes into it you do see a glimpse of her face and oh, that's right. Okay. So they, they showed her like partially covered face. Yeah. But the fact is that she did, they did show and she was beautiful. She had the little bead drop thing on her forehead. And so I'm thinking that she might have said something along the lines of, Hey, I come from a lower area, like the principality of rain, perhaps. Uh, probably not, because that'd be too incestuous. But well, even then, I mean, like she, when she was singing, well, 
She was saying, and she only said it's from a place that has constant rain. And I was going to say, and then I caught myself. I was going to say, well, she doesn't summon the rain. Well, the, not everyone in the principality of rain can summon the rain. So I was actually about to bring that up. So maybe if she was from the principality of rain, and these are just hypotheticals here, but if she was, maybe she was lowborn from there. Maybe everyone from there looks that hot. I don't know. Well, I mean, like we find out pretty early on. <laughs> fair, fair. And then we find out towards the end, too. I mean, like that doesn't really even then that doesn't really give you a picture to her origin to like who she actually was and where she came from. Like, why was she there? Why the hell was she so beautiful? And why was uh, Livius's uncle so infatuated in love with his brother's wife? Slut, concubine, something in love with Livius's mom. We'll just leave it with that. Yeah, I don't. Aside from her beauty. I mean, in order to attract the eye of a king or royalty, you you have to have more than beauty. You have to have some kind of contribution in the real world and in most fantasy worlds. The the people who attract the eyes of the royalty are quite literal triple threats. They've got beauty, brains and another innate talent that the king is like, wow, that's so amazing. So I mean, like sometimes they just take women on just because or men. I'm not I'm not judging one way or the other. True. You do have it there. However, they don't keep them around. Like if, if it's a concubine, they've got a concubine's quarters. Uh, I mean, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like they might get uh, chop happy and start beheading people they have no use for. There's King Henry right there. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, Livis <laughs> was, is it Livis? Livis? Levi, uh, you could call him Levi, L-I-V-I. Okay. Because Levi that's what she him. does when she finally <laughs> becomes infatuated with him and realizes that he's not keeping her there against her will. He's keeping her there to keep <laughs> her safe. Yes. Yeah. Just call it, call him what it, like it is. His cat. It's counter. not Stockholm. It's not Stockholm. It's not. It is. It's not. It is. It is. Royalty, it's not. It is. Think of, if he was poor, absolutely. But he's not, so it doesn't count. Hey, 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 hey. Look, just because he's not I'm poor going. doesn't I'm mean going. it doesn't count. Look, you can have 50 shades of gray. It's just yeah. one would be the next scene, uh, the next episode of Special Victims Units, and the other one's poor. not. Money makes all the difference. So the moral of the story is money (laughs) makes the difference. It doesn't matter. It's if you have billions of dollars. Gotcha. Okay. So in that case, I'm going to go out with my billionaire dinosaur T-Rex boyfriend and he's going to just do whatever. There we go. We're going with that. Okay. Think, think about this in a real world situation. What is the difference when a guy goes to a girl what's the difference between creepy and adorable whether the girl likes him or not money stockholm syndrome well i mean there's money too but stockholm syndrome. <laughs> the difference is there there's a quantifiable difference in these stories it's money in real life situations it's whether or not she thinks you're cute it's whether or not you have a loaded bank account and you're you're paying for stuff 
or him. You're paying for his stuff or her stuff. It doesn't matter. Money makes the difference. (laughs) Money makes the world go around. Stockholm syndrome at that point takes the back end. But the difference is, (laughs) here's the difference, sir. They're both royalty okay money to her don't mean jack squat it's Stockholm. Oh, oh, he kidnapped really? her really? they don't in care the very in the very first episode she goes to get by like a fruit and i forget what, what it was but she does the conversion math in her head and the guy's like i'll even give you a discount because you're cute not knowing who she was and she goes blah, blah, blah. that's 18 are you freaking crazy he goes what are you poor yeah. get away i don't want the poor on me i don't want you ruining my business <laughs> get away <laughs> She goes, you can't do it. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Very first episode, she gets robbed, right? Yes. Those two guys, while they're not my favorite, they are definitely, definitely hilarious. They're, they are my Deadpool in this whole thing because they break the fourth wall. Because when they kidnap the uh, the girl in her place, uh, sorry, uh, they're, they're supposed to kidnap Nikkei. And they get the girl who's helping her out first. And they're like, well, you know what these male viewers want. You know what they need. And then Nike comes and saves the day. Yep. So yep. they break the fourth wall there and they're like, we were about to level up. They're, they're taking this as far as a game goes. So wouldn't that be awesome if there's like an episode 15, 14 we can use to describe what happens to the mom. But episode 15, we go into this VR gaming system and realize these two jackoffs are in a game and this is all simulated. Nothing's real. Nothing matters. Uh, that would be really sad and depressing. I would, I would not be happy with that kind of ending. <laughs> I would be, I would be truly disappointed I with that kind too, of ending. But, but it's kind of hilarious to think about that. They're going to snow like, you know, uh, sword art, this stuff. All right. All right. So <laughs> bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Let's, let's wrap it up a little bit. All right. Um, in the end, they they do go back home. They do end up together in the very end. Whether or not I agree with the true methods and why they're together is another story entirely. But they results do. are the only thing that matters. Results, results are the only thing that matter. Yes. yes. The ends so justify the means. Let let this be a lesson. If you have money, it's not considered kidnapping. It's considered enrichment. It's, it's consider <laughs> enrichment. <laughs> oh, all right. Man. All right. Like, the thing I liked about the anime is over the course of the, the show, you can actually see changes on both sides. She's utterly optimistic at the beginning and she's more grounded at the end. And he is just cold hearted and calculated. And at the end, while still kind of an asshole, <laughs> He's he's a kinder one. Yes, a very very much kinder. I will still murder you, but okay, kind of kind of guy. All right, on a scale of favorite, on a my sca- personal favorite, uh, the butler never changes because he doesn't have to. The butler is perfect, <laughs> regardless. So, on a scale of one to twenty-eight, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right, no. on a scale of zero Inflation. to ten, sir, how would you rate this? I'm going to have to rate it a really strong seven or a really weak eight. So on a scale of <laughs> zero to ten, sir, how would you rate this? I would rate this an eight. I'd, you, I'd rate this an eight. Okay. So you think it's a very good anime. All right. I, I have to disagree. I just got, I got to go with the seven. I got to go with the okay. seven. It's just good. It's just good. It's not great. Could have been better. 
the it, animation it could have been so much better, but it got the point across and it was still good across. Yeah, yeah the story kind of carried it the entire way, in my opinion. It just as an anime should. You should not rely on graphics and whatnot. But what got it from good to, to better for me, what didn't what brought it over the seven hump, uh, the singing. They did they did really, really well with the singing. The lyrics could have been so much better though. Yeah, they didn't really rhyme that up that much, but maybe maybe in 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 Japanese it might have been better. No, I mean I mean I, I watched it in Japanese. No, I did too, but like when she started singing, it was maybe always, the words in Japanese. It was a mixture of the two. Yeah. It was bad. Know, it really, the, it, it could have been me, so much better. It could have been better. It was good. It, it was great for you. It was good for me. It was okay for everyone else, maybe, or it was fantastic. <laughs> we don't know, but they sure know. <laughs> and so next week is my what choice. What are you going to hit me with? Oh, no. Another slice of life. I, I mean, I, no. I could specify slice of life for you if you would like. Oh, God. I mean, slice of life, Eche, and uh, what are the other ones I don't like? Um, reverse <laughs> harem. Who? First of all, you love Echi. All right. Don't fucking lie to me. All right. Do not lie to me. You love Echi. Okay. So let's see what you got. All right. Next week's choice is Gunslinger Girl. I am actually very familiar with this one. This I'm is not. A great, great anime. It's an action drama, military, psychological, and sci fi. Also, a little bit of a tearjerker. It's a good oh, one. No. It is, it is so good. It is 13 episodes long, came out in 2003. It is rated mature. Um, so, yeah, be, be prepared for that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if anyone else has seen Gunslinger Girl or this week's, last week's, any of the other ones that we have seen, reach out to us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at those anime guys. And we also have a voicemail link in the show notes. Feel free to leave us a voicemail. We'll even respond to you on air. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to us. Until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. Later. Later. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.